Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we have a very interesting topic. Inflation, inflation, inflation. Do more have- money, more money, more money, more money. Isn't that what that means? Inflation, like the more the price goes up, the more money will be in my pocket. Is, is that what it means? I don't know. More Karen. money. Ask the smart Jewish girl. Isn't that what, what, what it means, what, Karen? Do you I know mean, what? More money. More money, more. Big, more Biggie problems. said more money, more problems. So it, it, was he talking about inflation? Well, you know, it's funny. I'm the Jew, but Sean's the one that has money and owns property. <laughs> so, <laughs> so inflation's good for you, Sean. I don't know if it's going to be good for me. Well, one thing we do know is inflation is often misunderstood. So it is. on today's show, we're going to try to clear it up and, and get a better understanding for all of us in two black guys with good credit land and and help you understand what inflation means. So let's get this started. Uh, Okay, so guys, first of all, what's inflation? And not- not, It rhymes with deflation. Not flatulation, Sean, inflation. It rhymes with deflation. (laughs) All right, well- Sensation. Okay, we're not gonna- Can you give us the answer, Karen? (laughs) While Sean catches up with the rest of us intellectually, (laughs) I will tell you, that inflation is simply put the rate at which the general level of prices for goods and services is rising and as the as a result the purchasing power of your money is falling so stuff gets more expensive and you can buy less with it exactly Supply and demand so like more money more problems you think because your pocket is rich with paper you may have to pay more for it than you did you know, back in the day, I remember like Matt probably remembers when a can of Coke was 25 cents. Oh, now you got to pay $2 for that Coke. Back in, back in my day, I could okay. get a can of Coke for 22, 22 cents. No. So that's called your purchasing power is d- d- dropped, right, Karen? You're still you getting the same can of Coke, but you got to pay $2 versus, versus 25 cents. I would that's hop on my horse and buggy 
and go to the to, to the to the village square. Exactly. When I was your age, I walked seven miles in the snow Uphill, to school. Right. Uphill both ways. Exactly. So what, right. are the, what causes this decreasing of purchasing power, Karen? Let's let's ask a smart Jewish girl again. What causes? Okay, it? What okay. Oh, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna think I'm so smart and so Jewish. So there's three causes of inflation, okay? And I know it sounds like a lot, but it's very achievably understood. So one has to do with demand. Why are you gonna be talking to me like that? Like I don't know. Like you're saying like why like why demand? Matt, did you just take is that racially offensive what she just did right now? The way she's talking, the way she's lecturing us. Can you stop being that way? Listen, that's we're all black racial. guys with good credit. So I don't know the way she said it, man. I'm kind of offended there, that's man. You, not the, that's not the white woman that in me. I'm that's telling the, you, man. That's the woman in me. That okay, is, uh, as a woman, right. I'm I sensing, can't help. I'm sensing Sean's inflation, inflated ego right now. So uh, the show's about inflation. Let's 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 manage that and let's keep <laughs> stay, stay on well, track. I want to hear what you, I want to hear what she has to say. So go ahead, girl. Let me hear what you got to say. Okay, guys, so the first cause of inflation has to do with demand. It's called demand pull. And it happens when the overall demand for stuff, for goods and services, increases faster than the supply, right? Than how fast the economy can produce it. So higher demand, lower supply means higher prices. That was just like with this whole pandemic with Lysol. They were, couldn't produce enough Lysol and Clorox to meet the demand when, when the pandemic first started in March and, and April. So the prices just skyrocketed. And even the government had to come in about people gouging and stuff like that because they just weren't producing at a fast enough rate, which causes the price to increase, correct, sir? Or, or, or sometimes like when the government just starts printing money to, to, to balance things out. I mean, I think that also is that demand pull effect. In terms we call that, Matt, I'm going to say, Karen, you, you're not the only one. That's called an increase in money supply, Matt, what you just named. All. You, 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 you didn't know I knew that, right, Karen? That's an increase in money supply in the yeah. economy, which means printing money, which leads to inflation. And more and more you print, the, it could devalue the dollar because the dollar just becomes very popular. So you have to really regulate how much you increase the money supply. Is that what happened? I'm mean, just a point of question. Like when they did do the stimulus, was that pretty much just a increase in money supply? Is that what? what was going yeah, on yeah the, the treasury printed more money it was a cause of concern to you know we haven't it hasn't really the inflation hasn't really hit yet and i don't know if it'll hit nobody really knows because i a lot of there's a lot of different theories but i know one of the theories was that a lot of the stimulus money and money that we got it was not only given to the poor but it was given to the rich as well and a lot of them just didn't need to spend it and when to stimulate an economy to cause inflation you actually have to spend the money so there's you're spending on supply goods and services and if you're just saving it it kind of has no effect. And a lot of the people that got the big millions of dollars, they didn't really spend it in a way that um, would would kind of cause an inflationary period. Okay, well, I don't want to get off the rails too much because, Karen, we're breaking down the top three reasons. <laughs> so the demand pull we just covered. And demand we also pull, that's right. So you see this effect anytime there's new Yeezys, anything where there's not enough and too many people. Wait, 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 Sean. Yeezys are sneakers. I know you wear. I'm just wondering why the white Jewish girl had to go Yeezys. I've never seen her Yeezy on her feet yet. I've seen those. I've seen the Jewish shoes. I haven't seen the Yeezys yet. So I'm just wondering the where Jewish she's going shoes. with it. Uh, the white, the white, the white plain uh, from Aldo's. Excuse Aldo you. White shoes. I'm still <laughs> waiting the, or for the my... black or the black Aldo shoes. I'm still waiting for my two black guys with good credit PayPal to come through before I drop all my Yeezys. <laughs> this is a two black guys with good credit problem. <laughs> I feel like I've been teleported onto Race Wars. Sean is like, he, he's, he's become, well, uh, I for, forgot my he's man. He's become inflamed. He's so racially inflamed today. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's let's stay on the topic inflation. What's okay, cause well, number two of inflation? Okay. So the the so cause number two is called cost push, and this just happens when things become more expensive because the cost of production goes up. So, for example, uh, labor costs more, or a certain service costs more, or raw materials or commodities costs more. So all of that means that the higher um, the finished product costs more, and when stuff costs more, that leads to inflation. Let's get an example. A, 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 an example I can um, tangibly relate to. Like, like if if they're building a bunch of high rises or apartments, or are you talking about the the cost of products? The, the like, like, give me an example, Karen. What, what are we talking here? Um, so I think that this has to do with labor and commodities mostly, right? So when the cost of raw materials and the labor that it takes to um, put them together goes up, it leads to an increase in the cost of everything, of goods and services all around. And so for the finished products and uh, it, an all around universal rise in prices, it's going to make everything more expensive and that's going to lead to inflation. So like the cost of a Tesla, for instance. Oh God! Why are you jumping on me too? Why are you getting involved in that? <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. The third cost, the third cause of inflation. Yeah. So this is called built-in inflation. This just has to do with what people naturally expect as they go about their lives. So, as the price of goods and services rises, they rise naturally. Sometimes workers demand more money to maintain their cost of living, understandably so. And then people when people, raise. people want to raise higher wages means people are comfortable charging higher prices. Higher prices means higher wages. And this continues in a spiral. And then it, it's a total cycle. It's like every company you work for when you have like nine to five jobs, like you'll sit in, in rooms and they're, they're comparing their monthly earnings to last year. Every, every year you have to make more every year. You know, the, the, you know, the rent goes up, the, 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 payment goes up everyone wants to you don't just stay stagnant so built right. inflation that does right. make sense life you want to keep elevating yeah. right the cost of living is always increasing that's why you even say with investments for the most part you you want to beat the rate of inflation when people say that because the cost of living is going up and if you're not beating the rate of inflation that means your purchasing power goes down that means right. that coke that is two dollars now you don't have enough purchasing power to afford it and you're still trying to complaining but you used to pay 25 cents for this coke four years ago Right. I mean, or you don't have to do drugs at all. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He she said it, man. I was referring to a tasty oh. beverage. A beverage, Coca-Cola. Should I use Pepsi to be more clear to you? <laughs> well, I, I think that now that we've set the stage for, for kind of the baseline of what inflation is and what causes inflation, let's get into it. Let's talk about the pros and cons about inflation. You know, are there are there pros to, to the cost going up? I'll talk. I'll set it off. Yes, um, infl individual tangible assets like property, stocks, or or many like to see like to see inflation. You know, the more that in, the, your property value goes up, the more money you have. Like so, hard assets like that, like we like inflation. You know, because it increases our property value. Right. And you also straight up need inflation a little bit at a specific rate 
so that the economy can keep growing, right? Because if you know, if there's no inflation and you know that your money today is gonna to be worth the same as your money tomorrow or next year or the year after that, you're not gonna be in a huge rush to spend it, right? You spend it because you know stuff gets more expensive. I need this, I might as well buy it now. So if the purchasing power of your money is the same over years, you have no incentive. There's no difference between saving or spending. The economy starts to grind to a halt, right? And Inflation actually encourages people to spend more money, stimulate the economy, it helps things grow. So we actually need it to an extent. And this is why I always who is it better for though? Is it better for the, you know, for the individual or for like for business? Is it better for, you know, the, the well, it's, at the most part, it's how, how much you're keeping up. This is why I say, like, yes, it's good to save money. But, you know, to really create wealth, generational wealth, you have to invest. And I always like to invest in yourself first. Because if you're just saving in a general savings account, most likely the interest you're earning in that savings account is not keeping up with the rate of inflation. So you have to do other things with that money or the purchasing power is going to be less. Like, you know, 5000 today, 20 years from now, is not going to be worth as much as it was. You know, I remember when $100 could take Karen out to dinner. Now that doesn't even get her past it. <laughs> she, she's laughing, Matt. No, like, if you bring $100 for a date with Karen, trust me, you ain't, she ain't coming down the stairs for you. She's like, $100, that's all you got? You need to be packing the bills. So, yeah, I remember, honestly, I could go to the, when I first moved to New York, $60 a week, honestly, and that was in 1996. $60 a week was, $60 was my weekly grocery bill budget. $60. Now I spend, like, close to two to $300 a week in groceries. So things have changed. Inflation has gone up. Well, those are pretty much the pros because you don't want runaway inflation. You need some inflation. And if you have assets and inflation's good for you, because it means you can really what it means is if you're selling something, inflation's good for you because you can sell it for more. However, there's cons of inflation and that's what people usually think about when they think of inflation. So one of the cons is that if you're buying something, you don't want inflation, right? Because right. you're going to have to pay more money for the same thing. It's much better for people who are selling. Correct. That goes with real estate, whatever. If you're having to buy versus sell, now you're on the other end and you're going to be paying more because inflation has gone up. And also people holding cash, we also not like inflation as it erodes the value of their holdings. Mm -hmm. You know, just like if you have that old $100 bill stashed away from 20 years ago, it's not going to get you the same thing that you thought it could get you 20 years ago. So once again, it gets back to investing. Right. And so honestly, what people usually think of is this, is the specific con, right? It's like really high inflation, but also uncertain values of inflation, negative inflation. Those are all really bad for the economy. And that's what people get super freaked out about because it leads to all kinds of stuff that rocks the economy, like uncertainties in the market. You know, businesses don't make big investments. It leads to unemployment. People hoard stuff, which leads to more price increases and, you know, imbalances in international trade, et cetera, impacts foreign exchange rates, all this stuff that you you don't necessarily see day to day, but a lot of it does come back to you and makes your life a little harder. Did you cover this already? Like how inflation impacts interest rates? I don't think there's a one-to-one -one relationship like that. I mean, the Fed determines if the interest rates are going to go up and go down based on the economy. They do it to help regulate, to, to be honest with you. But, you know, it's about money supply. It comes down to what's out there in the money supply, what drives inflation. And even during this pandemic, the government has kept like interest rates really low in, in, in trying to combat um, it's an inflationary period, thinking that things are going to get high. Let's keep interest rates low. And that's the rate of which people borrow, how much people are, the cost of borrowing money. But to date, we haven't had a real jump in inflation, but not to say there's not going to be one next year. We're not, uh, we're not, we are not forecasting the kind, but to date, we, there hasn't been a really strong increase in inflation. And you'll know it, you'll feel it. When you go to grocery stores, prices are still the same. 
during the pandemic as they were before. We had that little surge at the beginning where things got mm-hmm. a little bit expensive, but you know, everything has settled because the government got involved and so you're not allowed to price gouge and, and, and people, and I think companies themselves has kind of been respectful for that because they didn't want to be the one called out in social media about their price gouging. So. Right. But I think, but the problem is this. So by the numbers or whatever, you're right. Inflation spiked and then kind of leveled off, but there's been certain shifts that they haven't taken completely into account. Like for example, a pizza costs the same now uh, post lockdown as it did this time last year. But you know, you have all kinds of fees because we're social distance. Like, you know, you tip the delivery guy more, there's higher delivery fees, you know, certain things might be more expensive. They're saying airline prices are going to go up because you have to leave the middle seat open. So because now the place airlines have to make up for that. So yeah. Maybe. Right. So there's a, so the truth is that <laughs> nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> like if you research this online, experts are saying all kinds of different things that we're going to have runaway inflation or that inflation is actually crazy and the numbers don't show it or that, you know, there's actually deflation. People don't really know. And we're still in the middle of this crisis. So it's actually, we're actually, you know, our nose is pressed up to the mirror. We, we don't know what's going on. What's the solution then? Well, <laughs> it's actually, there's a bunch of stuff that we can do. So first of all, governments need to invest in the individual. They already invest in corporations, right? They already know how to regulate the credit market, but the credit market can be completely fine and people can still suffer and businesses can still suffer. So people need stimulus. People need money in their pockets, not in business, not in, in big corporations pockets, but we need it. Yeah. So the government, so you believe in bailouts and you like bailouts? Um, Matt? When they're necessary. So I like them. I mean, I don't know if I I would frame it like that, but like, I think like this past season, it was a very, it was a necessity. You have people who you can't go to work. You can't leave your house. It's a, you know, a plague going around the the world. So argumentatively, don't you think America was on welfare, was on government assistance? Everybody. You love everybody was getting point. Sure. Whatever. Everybody was on, everybody was on government. The the world needed help. Yeah, the, the world needed help. That's so, the big so, S word. That's almost socialism, Karen. We don't want it. That's a bad word in America. Why is that a bad that's word? That's a bad, oh, don't say that in America. You can't use that S word in America. That's what, they use it life. all the time. They call it social security. <laughs> we were on word. the least amount of social help out of pretty much any developed country. Everybody written else by, Written by Europe. American, written by American. Europe, <laughs> that's so much bias. They, they got, you know like in the tens of thousands of dollars to help them out. And what we got was, I know everybody freaked out over socialism, but we really needed it. People didn't have jobs. Stop saying that jobs. word. They're going to take us off the air. We're not, you cannot <laughs> say socialism in the United you States of America. You are such a capitalist. Why is it that the Jewish girl <laughs> is the one talking about socialism? Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, right? Like we can't just have a purely capitalist system. People are going to die. Yeah, so you don't, you're not down with, with helping people in need, Sean? The American way is capitalism. We live in a capitalistic country. Like no, we That's can't. Not true. I, I'm government. Government getting government intervention. We help so many around the world. We're the big helpers. Like I, I think the government should be referees and like limit the, the interaction involvement. But they should be just refereeing around, making sure that everybody's playing by the rules, everything's everybody's doing right. But getting deeply involved sometimes, I think, it um it does more harm than good. That is so with, interesting from a Canadian. <laughs> I live in America. I live like, in America. That is so anti-Canadian of you. I well, live in America. More, you're more American than the American. I, I, I was a supporter of the Yang Gang. I've we're been baptized in the Hudson River. We're, we're, we're getting off topic, but I was I was, I was down with his UBI. I was totally with with Yang on that UBI. 100%, right. It's not socialism. It's making capitalism work for you, Sean. 
Absolutely. <laughs> so well, says Karen. All right, let's put put the brakes on real quick. We're going to take a quick commercial break and uh, make a little money in this inflated world. Ah, as, as says the capitalist. As <laughs> says the capitalist, right? <laughs> exactly. We're going to make a little money. Exactly. Take us to commercial. Exactly. So, let's get that sponsor. Inflation, money. inflation, inflation. Stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable today. It's all about inflation, inflation, inflation. Do you know what inflation is? Well, if you've been listening to this show, you've been learning about it. If you've been a little bit foggy on it, we're trying to clear that up. And now we're at the point in the show where we're talking about what can we do to protect ourselves from inflation? It's like the evil, scary Jason Voorhees running around the, like <laughs> protect us like he's a horror movie. What do we, how do we protect ourselves from, from, from inflation? Well, first of all, inflation's not as scary as all that if you guys have been listening a little bit inflation is okay it's a good thing we kind of need it but also, halloween is coming up i was gonna dress up like inflation <laughs> you, <laughs> <that's> terrifying. <laughs> i'm just trying to picture i can see some new yorker putting something together so creative and be like i'm inflation and it would just all make sense that's such a new york thing <laughs> well, but i think you should i think you know you should reallocate your money like always stay diverse Yes. You know, stocks always historically beat the rate of inflation. So I'd say put money into the stock market, uh, put money into bonds as well. Um, invest in the market. You know, I like to do weekly contributions. I think it start from $20 to as much as you can afford. And that will keep you, your money growing with the rate of inflation. So question, so are stocks or cryptocurrencies, are, they, are those immune to inflation? <laughs> Nothing is immune. I'm speaking historically. Historically, they have known to beat the rate of inflation. That's all you can talk when you speak on these investments historically. Yes, there could be deflation that's happened in many economies, like Zimbabwe, for example, where the dollar. But I would say you know, overall, the U.S. economy has always risen. The stock market has always risen above inflation. And when people give you advice for those that are listening from investors, financial, always speaking on a historical perspective, nobody can predict the future. Like nobody knew we were going to be in this pandemic and nobody knew how much the markets were going to adjust. At this I time told last you last year who was going to win the NBA championship. 
I predicted the future. Anyway, all right, so let's stay on topic here. We're trying to understand how we can protect ourselves from inflation. One way to do it is invest in tips. What do you guys think of that? Explain the acronym of tips, which are Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. You're lending the government money, basically, and the government has a good has been a strong historical payback rate. I think they're a AAA rated in bond investment. So if you lend the U.S. government money, they'll give you a return that's higher than the rate of inflation. So that'll protect you against inflation. Well, this is actually kind of mind-blowing. When I read this, I couldn't believe it that these bonds are indexed to inflation specifically to protect you from inflation. Like they are inflation resistant bonds and they pay you out a fixed rate twice a year. Um, and it's the, the, how much the value changes is based on inflation. So it always adjusts based on inflation and they have different maturities. So you can put your money away from five years or 10 years or 30 years. I, I had no idea this existed. So, so let just, me just re restate this for the people in the back. When we say invest in tips, we're not talking about the tip you gave your neighbor. We're not talking about the tip your auntie told you. Tips, like Sean just said, listen up, it's Treasury Inflated Protected Security. That's an acronym, TIPS. So, and just Sean. so everybody knows, everybody is getting lost in translation. I know this is heavy stuff. The big picture of inflation, why we're doing this, is to protect your purchasing power. So what you buy today and relatively is going to cost you the same amount that you bought yesterday. So you're protecting yourself against that and you're making sure you're keeping up because it will happen if you don't keep up and you don't invest wisely with rate of inflation, your purchasing power will decrease. That means your net worth decrease, your value will decrease. So this is the importance of understanding inflation to know that you're keeping up with what's, with what's happening in the economy. Does that make sense, Matt, Karen? It, it did. I just wanted to, I know everybody's like, what does all this mean? Like put it all together. Just it's protecting your purchasing power that you're able to get apples at the same price, technically not dollar value, but the same cost as far as purchasing power as you were five, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Correct, well, guys? Absolutely. And another, another way to protect yourself is to invest in gold or commodities. I know, Sean, you used to be big on gold. You know, oh, yeah, the gold, gold teeth I had, the gold fronts, you know, exactly. that gold ring, the gold, <laughs> even in the gold, gold nose ring. Yeah, 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 it was gold deep in gold. Call well, me Mr. T. Typically, typically, precious metals like gold and silver are considered the best inflation hedges because they're easily transportable, divisible, and readily accepted. What yes, do you guys think of that? The pirate technique of keeping your money safe. <laughs> I'm on board. As you can see, well, you can't see, but my ears are full of gold on okay. to hedge against inflation. See that, guys? Inflation-proof ears. There you go. Oh, God, you love showing yourself off. Oh, love God. it, well, guys. Get used to it. If gold doesn't work for you, another thing you could do is diversify internationally. Sean, I know you're an international player. Talk about <laughs> diversifying internationally. Yeah, Sorry, Sean, I didn't mean to laugh at you. If you, if you listen to our last show with James Altucher, he, he kind of broke that down for us about how he's investing in international markets, how he invested in, you know, emerging markets. And I always believe like there's life outside the U.S. and there's a great opportunity and there's economies that kind of work reciprocal to the U.S. market, such as Italy, Australia and South Korea. And adding stocks from those other major countries can kind of balance you on it and keep you again, again, once again, um, out, be outperforming the rate of inflation. And that's the first question I asked from my financial advisor. I need you to get me, make sure that I'm always invested in things that are beating the rate of inflation. Right. So that's exciting. Um, I'm going to get my money right into it. <laughs> All my millions of dollars going straight into Italy. And in addition, it turns out there's something called REITs. Am I doing this right, Sean? Right. REIT. You said, am I doing it right? Are you? Is that a play on words? <laughs> REIT, right? They're called REITs, ah. Matt. Real oh, estate. Reits? 
real estate okay. whatever investment trust my... real estate investment, investment trust. trust so these are like a real estate mutual fund. There are companies that own and operate these income producing real estate. Karen, your, your people are very popular in this. You should know this. Like your rabbi right now is very upset at you. Like REITs are, trot at, are taught so, at the synagogue. REITs are taught crazy. at the synagogue. <laughs> you, I, can't believe, I can't believe the how racist this just became. <laughs> it's like you haven't read the Old Testament. You need to know this, this the REITs. <laughs> you need to know the REITs, okay? Okay, so as God told Moses, look to the reeds. <laughs> what happens is, now if you've read your Bible, you'd already know this, as Sean's pointed out, but to be redundant, um, property prices and rental incomes, as we know from this pandemic, tend to rise when inflation rises, everything rises. So a uh, REIT, is that it? A REIT consists of a pool, so it's like a fund of real estate that pays out dividends to investors. Sounds great, to be honest with you. All REIT. All yeah, right. <laughs> you, you, you group your money together and you purchase property. But there's some people that, you know, I'm not concerned about what the actual property is, a physical property is, or just getting the return on the invest on the, on the aggregate of the, of the, of the real estate. Wow. That was a mouthful. Return on the aggregate of the real estate. Okay. I, I'm and following Johnson, You got it. You got it. <laughs> so Sean, this next one's for you. Earn real estate income. Right. And that's kind of, that's been, holding me over the last umpteen years is real estate income is, is income earned from renting out a property. Real estate works well with inflation as inflation rises. So do property values. And so does the amount of landlord can charge for rent, earning higher rent income over time. This helps to keep with the rise in inflation, which is true. You can, you can honestly annually raise the rents every year to keep it with the rate, the rate of inflation. Um, you know, especially that if you're in a high demand area, which I like to buy in, so you can always charge a market or above rent. And, and most times it's funny in these times, though, with the pandemic and a lot of people leaving New York, I've been seeing in the New York and Brooklyn area, in areas where rents traditionally keep going up year after year. I'm seeing major drop offs because Absolutely. of the pandemic. But. Absolutely. And those where I've the market is resettling. That's what's happening. And because it's about supply and demand, there's a lot of supply here and the demand has gone. People, 400,000 people left New York since the pandemic. So that creates a lot of inventory. Well, people got to pay the mortgages. My rent has stayed exactly the same. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Um, which leads us to our last and final tip. And this doesn't have to do with stocks. doesn't have to do with REITs. It doesn't have to do with any kind of real estate. The most important thing is that you invest in yourself now and forever, because let's be honest, you can't control inflation. You have nothing to do with whether there's inflation or deflation or what happens or what goes up or what goes down. The only thing you can really control is you, is your skills, your money, your credit, your savings, your education, your creativity, your business. Absolutely, and just make sure that you stay current and you understand the value that you have. That's something that I preach all the time in all my classes. Like your, your most important investment is you and, and being real with yourself and keeping it current and knowing when to pivot and knowing, and knowing how to ask for your worth. Very important. And then all these other things that we talked about, even though Karen went to them quickly, from, from REITs to funds, those are ways in which to diversify your portfolio. Those are ways in which to keep your money there and let it grow there while, you're, while you continue to invest in yourself. So actually, it's kind of counter to your normal uh, keep your money in your damn pocket. We're, we're, you're actually saying keep it in your pocket, in your sock, in your drawer. <laughs> you don't just want it in one pocket, right? You're trying to diversify this. Diversification is the key. Like we talked about again with James, like, you know, slow, steady growth. And if, you, if you're well diversified, like I always say, 
one thing should not be able to take you out. Meaning that if you're walking down the street and you get, God forbid, you get mugged and then that causes you to become bankrupt, then you shouldn't be walking with all your money. Or if one deal sends you to bankruptcy, then you're not diverse. Like James said, he only invests 1% of all the money that he makes, which is a great, you know, if we have 50 million, 1% of that is great. But if those that don't, it's just man, keep it always keeping hedging yourself and diversifying yourself, but going back to the core value of investing in yourself. Slow and steady wins the race. Exactly. Exactly. We want you to be so rich and we want you to be so happy and we want you to be completely fine in this pandemic. And let's be honest, none of us know what's going on. In conclusion, nobody knows what's going on, but you always know what's up with you. Absolutely. So as, okay, I really was on a tangent here, but as we approach this holiday period, how is inflation going to impact? Like, are there any, any, any deals out here for us? We want to buy some stuff, Sean? What do, you, what do you think we're facing? Well, that comes down to supply and demand. If, if everybody's not out there having this, like we talked about in our last show with the savings, if people aren't running out there buying gifts, and you better believe after the holidays, after Christmas, people are going to want to get rid of that old stock and things are going to go on sale. So it comes down to supply and demand again. How much people are going to be going out there feel confidently spending money out there? And if so- they're not spending that means hey prices are declined but if everybody's spending that means prices are going to go up which i don't believe i'm not an economist but i don't think people are going to be rushing to the malls like we've done in christmas and holiday seasons in the past so, so any i would say out there if, if you have a, a a big purchase that you've been kind of waiting on you need a new tv you need a computer you need something like that so you're saying this might be a good year to kind of wait for the the prices to drop well how different would life be if we celebrate christmas and hanukkah in january what's how different would life be? Like, then you get all the deals. I've convinced my kids that Christmas is January 25th. They disregard whatever is on TV. All the promotions are out there. We celebrate January 25th. That's when the deals are out there. That's, <laughs> then you're, that's the most Jewish thing I have ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> you Guess what? Fan. That's how I celebrate Christmas, too. <laughs> Don't let anybody know I'm a fan of the culture. <laughs> Karen, I'm a fan. <laughs> so basically, you said all that to agree with my premise that now is this, this would be a good year if someone is out there and they're planning or you know, looking to make a big like tech purchase. This is a good year because of inflation or because demand, it's actually out of there. Demand. We're talking about demand because the demand may be low. If demands okay. are low and the supply is high, price, will, price should ultimately fall. All right, so there's a tip for you. I know that the tip we mentioned earlier is the acronym, but here's a literal tip. If you're going to make a purchase, you know, watch these prices. They may be dropping. So well, wait till after the rush. Wait till after the rush if you can. Convince your kids like I do to, to celebrate Christmas in January. So we're talking Hanukkah about kids. January. I'm talking about buying myself something. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up, guys. It's Sean once again from Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And like I say every week, I don't care what you say, Matt. I'm keeping my money in my damn pocket and I'm going to diversify myself as well. Karen, and for those that love our show, please send us an email at twoblackguyswithgoodcredit at gmail.com. The acronym TBGWGC at gmail.com. Check out our new website. It's wonderful. And yeah, just keep tuning in and share it with your friends. Love you guys. And I'm Karen Margolis, one black guy with good credit. Oh, you're one now. It's about that, I'm right? I know you took over. I know you took over this show. Pretty soon, Matt, we're gonna be on. We're gonna be in the unemployment line. Trust me. You see what's happening here, right? Before she was a part of. She's this, that. Now she just Karen. One. It's okay, Karen, okay, okay, okay. Karen Margolis and the tips. <laughs> I know. You guys, potato, potato. Let's not get hung up on words. I am a black guy with good credit. It. and you can come say hi to me in fact i would love that so much on social karen margolis k-e-r-e-n-m-a-r-g-o-l-i-s check out our website like sean said it's financiallyclean.com slash podcast and i'm matt smith and i just will tell you today that whether inflation is rising or falling 
you should always tune in to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and we will steer you correctly on how you need to adapt. So nothing changes if nothing changes. So pay attention and tune in next week to, for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and we're out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.